I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Because at Olive Garden, you're family, and I'm Sebastian. Why do you keep calling me Donut Lord? And I'm Alex. Where am I? What year is it? Is The Rock president? And I'm Jordan. <laughs> I wish. And welcome <laughs> to our review of Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm just very happy that I could use two Olive Garden quotes twice <laughs> in this last fortnight. Hey, what was the first one? Um, some couples have the Eiffel Tower, some have Olive Garden. We have the Ace Chemical Plant. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was just only no, only picked up on Harley's because I had watched Sonic first. Yeah. And there was a lot of Olive Garden quotes in Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. Oh my God. All about them unlimited breadsticks, man. I mean, to be fair, I've heard really, really good things about their unlimited breadsticks. That's it. And the bottomless pasta bowl? Or? It's bottomless, which I know, I know what you're thinking. Sebastian, resource scarcity is a thing. How can it be bottomless? Yeah. It's like that Simpsons yeah. episode. It says all you can eat. <laughs> Does this look like a man who's had all he can eat? <laughs> I have, um, not to get sidetracked instantly, but I've, I've resubscribed to Disney Plus. Um, oh, yeah. And I've been watching a bunch of Simpsons episodes and life is good at the moment. Oh, yeah. Between um, of starting Gravity Falls and watching The Simpsons, I just feel like I'm in peak good cartoon territory right now. Absolutely. Um, I've just last night redid the episode where Homer goes to space. Oh, so it's like, oh, I'm, so in the, I'm in the right era. Like I'm season yeah. four, I think it is, or, the, or three. Four through to like eight, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> and Jordan, this will only appeal to you and minor wrestling fans all over the internet. But you know, like how there's like the wonderful thing at the moment is um, Simpsons me- being used as memes to do current things that are happening. Mm-hmm. And in the um, in the Homer Goes to Space episode, 
Um, the only reason they got Homer to do it was because their ratings were down and they needed a blue collar American to join the program to, to, you know, play against sitcoms that were on TV to get, you know, the average Joe watching it. And they're like, our ratings are through the roof and everything. And the colonel's like, excellent. And excellent. And how, how's the launch going? Like looking at all the, like the NASA scientists, like all around, you know, what to launch. And the guy's like, I have no idea. All these instruments are just here to calculate ratings. <laughs> <a> TV ratings. <laughs> yes. And it made me it like so much about just the Wednesday night war. Yeah. Um, sorry, Alex, for the first time in like 20 years, there's two wrestling companies, com- like major ones competing for, on the same night for ratings in the States. Oh. And every every Thursday morning, oh, actually every Friday morning for us, we wake up and it's just like, here are the ratings to see which, which one's winning. And it's just, somebody says a fact like this company had 900,000 viewers and this one had 800,000 viewers. And even though they're just stating actual numbers. Um, no, but what, what if well, <laughs> that's fucking impossible, mate, you're fucking biased. You tell them pork pies. It's, like, it's just the numbers that came in. You can very, um, check these yourself. Like these are like news people releasing their numbers and yeah. being accused of fake news. Like it's not, you're you can, on the payroll cause you're, reporting a fact <laughs> it's the most infuriating thing like they do give opinions as well these guys but when they're just telling you comparative number to number like it's just anyway simpsons is uh, still relevant is the point death oh, taxes yeah. and aew wins the ratings <laughs> we're doing it again boys nxt is no more <laughs> um all right sonic the hedgehog this movie what a weird history it had in the short time from his announcement to now it's weird hey like considering the like overwhelming negative reaction to that trailer. People are loving this movie. Yes. And do you I'm, think oh, yeah. it has anything to do with the negative um, reaction that the trailer got and then the company going back and saying, hey, well, actually, if the fans don't want that, let's let's try better. Let's. I think there is a, a big curiosity factor to it. Like I think all that negative backlash, I think definitely sold a few tickets. Like, oh, well, let's just go see. Yeah, that's that's the friend that I went with this morning. He was like, I want to see it. Is this a rival of the show, Mark? Yes. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> rival of Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, my arch nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. Um, yeah, he was like, for, for like, well, he wanted to see it anyway, but like, he was like, but I want to see it because the company went back and redid like a bunch of work. Mm because the fans hated what they had come up with. Yeah. This is actually like, a Pandora's box situation though. Mm. It's very tough and I'm split and I, I would like to to bring up the good and the bad things here. Okay. And just let's, let's look at that for what it is. It does kind of set a precedent, doesn't yes. it? Yes. And while, okay, as a wrestling fan, I don't like it when a company does something bad, they get bad la- backlash to it and they think, no, we're going to stick to our guns and do it despite... For, for live entertainment. They're literally yep. making a week-to-week show. Yep. And I hate when they see this isn't working, but by God, we're going to beat you to death with it. Yep. So from an aspect with Sonic's design coming in being bad and them saying people aren't going to like it, they don't like it, we know that, let's do something different, is a good idea in theory. But also like as a fucking artist, back yourself. Like if you've made something and people are like, oh, I'm not a huge fan of it, that's fine they can try better themselves later. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's also, you know, you've had a vision, you've gone through with it. You guys all sat down as the as the creative force behind Sonic and made that God awful abomination, you know, stick to your guns. Like as well, yeah, like it's, I just feel like it's rollover artistry. But like, let's, let's go with the original tiny sack of money 
or let's redo it, spend a little bit of that tiny sack. $30 million and then, more, and mind then you. fucking let's, let's get the bigger sack of money. I know, I, it's eh. just the idea eh. of artistic integrity. Eh. You've got an idea, you've pitched it, you've gone with it. Hey, Rolling look, over now, it just- you know, Wrong it's just for industry other- for artistic integrity. Yeah. <laughs> oh. like, when, I write, when I write anything, whether it's a you know, fucking one page or 90 pages, and I give it to people to read, I don't want them to come back and just say, it's great, I love it. That's cool, but if you know what, no, everyone's gonna love everything. I yeah, want exactly. feedback so I can go with it. But when you're at the stage where like, this is the movie, and people are like, oh, it's kind of gross looking, and you're like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Fucking, all right boys, we'll be back in nine months. Like it's, it, I don't know what I mean. It just, it sets a really strange precedence. Like it's scary, right? Like people could be doing that again. Like. Is that the idea now? Will, will trailers just come out as like an actual test? Oh, cool. We were doing test screenings as well, you know, behind closed door with people signing NDAs and all that. But now we're just going to release a trailer and constantly bump back films based on public reception. Like that's also, that's the reason people don't like the Star Wars movies at the moment, right? Like they try something different. They complain about that. Then they try something the same and they did thing like that. Like you can't win. Stop trying to placate to an audience that you can't win with. This is like the exact example of let's only placate and not actually just throw something out there and see how it goes. I also feel like though, like the audience for this movie is probably comparatively small to something like Star Wars. Absolutely. So if you've got a small audience saying, hey, no, that's bad. I can see why they would have done it. Whereas with Star Wars, it's like, oh yeah, we didn't really like that, but we'll give them a little bit and maybe they'll be happy. But we're still going to do this, this and this that maybe they won't like. Yeah. I mean- it's hard. I don't get me wrong. I agree. I think the old Sonic design was just objectively bad. Well, at least for me, I don't yeah. think it wasn't cute. It wasn't endearing. It was actually a little bit creepy. And unfortunately, you've all heard of the Uncanny Valley, whether or not you're familiar with the terms or not. But it was in that weird spot where it kind of looked <laughs> weirdly human, but also not human. So yeah. it was triggering sort of a, oh, I don't like it yeah. effect in your brain. So I no doubt that their first decision was a bad decision but it's more just their response to it that concerns me. I think they did the right thing by changing it, yes. but I'm just, I mean, for other like, things, you know what I mean? I, this movie's a piece of, whether it, we recommend or not this movie, this movie is nothing. This movie is not a note in history. This movie didn't influence anything. This movie has done nothing, whether we liked it or not, regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but by making this change, unfortunately it might accidentally have made itself important going forth for other films and how other mm. studios handle it. Because I mean, this has taught a bad lesson that if people don't like you for what your idea is, you can change it rather than just releasing your idea. Like you don't go to the art museum and like every fucking painting. That's not the point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Certain paintings will speak to certain people and that's the go. How many times have we sat down, reviewed something and gone, I wish they just changed that one fucking thing. Like they knew the fans weren't going to like it. Why did they do it? This is the exception of that time. And now we have problems with that. I feel like a director's cut <laughs> is the option in that sense. Like you, you come out with the, the choice. I don't know. And then there's the other but, side. Like Cats literally released an unfinished film. Like they should have actually in their case, cause their film wasn't ready. That was <laughs> the uncanny back. valley of like the, the, the cats. It, What's with fairies this year, man? Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, no, but I don't know. I, I, I don't have an issue with them going back and redoing it. I don't, I don't disagree with you. I'm saying that yeah. for me, it's, it's two it's two points on the table and they're both like, I agree the changes needed to happen because it was bad. All right. I'm just 
terrified of where this could lead us. DC releases the pan up from um, Batman's chest to his his face. Yep. Oh, that's fucking horrible. Why'd they do that? Why is it all red? Blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, let's try blue. <laughs> do the same thing. That You know, it's the same thing. Like if, if you hated the Batman costume, I'm sure DC would be in a position where they'd be like, oh, well, what, they really hated that. Mm. Why don't we change it? I always... I mean, this might be maybe just my personal philosophy, but if you're making a choice in a film, let's say something as stupid and basic as lighting Batman in red. I mean, that's nothing, but you know what I mean? And the fans have come back and said, I hate that it's lit in red. There'd be a point where you'd be like, well, here's the reason we did light it in red. We didn't just think red would be cool. I like to think that's not the choice here. <laughs> yeah. um, but we've chosen- Maybe giving a little bit too much credit. <laughs> yes. But there's a reason behind a decision. And from a 10 second clip, you can't really, you don't get the benefit of that. Maybe he's bathed in red because he's inside of an octopus. You know, I don't care what it is, but there might be an actual reason. Swimming in the blood of his uh, enemies. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So that's the point where I'm like, they they saw a a taste, they didn't like it, but I... As the as the person behind the scenes, as the would you, would you want to call me an auteur, the artist, the writer, the director, the cinematographer, whatever it may be, there's a reason we did that, and I'm going to back that reason because I know. I'm not saying I know better, but at least I know why. And that's the thing. I'm, but it's difficult because don't worry, Sonic was fucking hideous <laughs> in the yeah. original trailer as well. Which, Maybe they knew it as well. That's the theory. People just. Once again, do we have any tinfoil? I look around, we do, it's my kitchen, we have tinfoil. People think that as a way of doing, like A, pushing back. Almost like marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Releasing this thing. Because hey, let's be fair. If that trailer came out with the current Sonic, I mean, we'd still be reviewing it because I I mean, I'm a dickhead, but- (laughs) Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. I hate sound bites. Anyway, we would still be reviewing it but a lot less people probably would have heard of it or seen it. Cause that trailer, bad Sonic or good Sonic wasn't oh, yeah. a great trailer anyway. It was very average, which is gonna be the, the encapsulated review of this entire film. Yeah. Um, but they released this horrible thing and you know, overnight it popped up on how many top 10 horrible decision lists on the <laughs> internet. Mm. Um, and it kind of like you drop your marketing budget down cause don't worry, every website's running with your story now anyway. Yeah, true. And it was like a week later as well. Like after people were like, that's gross. And it started to die down. The director came out and said, all right, we gonna fix it. And then it came up in the news again. And then it was just like a waiting game. We'll see you on Valentine's day. So, you know, like mm. let's get it in the public. So guys, now everyone's crazy aware of it. And then they drop it on a very well-known date as well. I think they just low key did a sneak, you know? Mm. But, mm. you know, that's, that's me and my tinfoil. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. Oh, I I, I yeah. love that. If Points that's on purpose. Yeah. If it was on purpose, then fucking hats off to you. No, but if it's on purpose, I'm actually happier with this idea. Yeah. Because it also means they didn't just cave. <laughs> it was just a plan. They were always doing it. Three months to redo the effectively the main CGI of this entire film. And I'll mind you, I think Sonic looked really good in this film. Very yeah. cartoony. Yeah. But remember X-Men Apocalypse, that film they worked on for how many fucking <laughs> year and a half? And there was still like <laughs> shipping containers that had didn't have the fucking um, rendering finished on them yeah. in that main end. So this is a much more small scale film, but films that had a lot more time didn't finish their shit. And the fact that this was done in three months time is also a bit, I think it looked too good considering what they would have had to go back and done things for. 
because he's interacting with physical objects in this film and his his shape has fully changed. Like, yeah. to be fair, a lot of people could have just done a lot of overtime as well. Like, it's not, I'm not saying <laughs> it's impossible, but I'm just saying I've seen people with more time fuck this up. Yeah. And you can't say that Fox and Disney, whoever the fuck was paying for that X-Men film, didn't have the money behind it either. True. Like. Yeah, very true. I was watching, um, so Weta Studios, uh, the guys that did pretty much the main effects for all the Lord of the Rings films. They're the New Zealand-based mm-hmm. ones. I think they're actually owned or they were purchased by um, Peter Jackson. Right. Um, so they're the ones that did like the Battle of Helm's Deep and shit, all the CGI in those films. They also did a lot of the creation of like the um, props and shit too. Like they have like mm-hmm. a different department. They worked on Endgame, uh, Avengers as well. But they were, because uh, I was watching like a 20 minute interview with one of the guys from there, but they were one of like 50 effects houses working on that one film. Yeah. And then they're like, we did this shot of Thanos and we did this shot of Thanos and like the other different ends of the movies and stuff. So like for these big films, they drop in multiple companies and to do it. And they just yeah. give them, here's the model we're working with, do your shit and then we'll you know, congeal it in the end. If X-Men film couldn't get that done with multiple companies, this fucking Sega film couldn't, right? Right? I mean maybe. I know I know we can't I know we can't I just I'm just saying it's 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 sus. A lot of things here are sus. And <laughs> I mean, I think the, the best one that I've heard is oh God, where do they get the money to make do all these reshoots? <laughs> and then you like cut to an Olive Garden commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. So, okay, my cinema was literally me. I, I I posted that it was an empty cinema. I half lied. My wife was next to me, but there was literally <laughs> no one else in the entire theater. Oh, really? really? Um, but I always go to my piece of shit theater for piece of shit movies. Not <laughs> not to tell on about this movie, what it's going to be like, but if I can spend $8 a ticket, I'm, I'm going to do that. Especially if I'm double featuring this yeah. in um, Birds of Prey. Um, uh, I too went to a smaller cinema, um, Toomble. Uh, for both films, actually, last week with Birds of Prey and this one. Same cinema. I was actually three seats over from where I sat the other day. Um, the other day, there was maybe 20 people. But today, like Saturday morning, um, there was, it was just packed with kids. Like there was probably good. There was only a few seats empty. When you say, say kids, are we talking teenagers or like kid kids, like 10-year-olds? Oh, no, like uh, I would say like four and up. That's like, so interesting. There were so many kids. It's, it's, it's the same, yeah. Kids not like film. not like tons, but like everyone else in the theater was like a family that had yeah, come out to see it. Exactly. I felt like it was me and Mark, like sitting, surrounded by like dads and families yeah. with their kids. Like that's. I find that very interesting. This film's doing pretty well in the box office, like seventy-four million opening. Yes, something like that. It's it's made back its money. Mm. We're probably getting a sequel by that standard. Um, and considering it's made back its fucking money and the reshoots happened as well. Yeah. Like that's really, yeah. got, this is a weird success story for them. Hey, look, I'm okay with the sequel. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna complain I'm about okay that. I'm okay with the Seeger extended universe. <laughs> My, I expected this to bomb, hey. Like, I, I, did I didn't think the audience was there for it. And then with all that extra money that they had to spend, I was like, no way is this gonna make it back. And then boom, opening weekend, like pretty much made its budget back. I mean, everyone knows Sonic, right? I mean, like, I know at this table, we all know no Sonic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up in a, in a Nintendo household. We had a SNES and a NES. We never had a Sega, but I knew Sonic, you know, just growing up. The last time Sonic made a, or Sega made a successful Sonic game was Sonic 3 <laughs> on the, on the on one of the old um, Segas, the Genesis or whatever it was, the maybe the Mega Drive or whatever it was. They haven't really had much luck 
for all like PS2 onwards. Sega doesn't make their own consoles anymore. They just produce games based off their series. Yeah. So they're now just a video game company, not a video, not a, no. not a console company. Um, the Dreamcast was their last console, which came out just before the PS2 crushed to death. And like Mario still comes out, you know, two games a year. Like it's pretty, you know, in your face. Pokemon, you know, once again, two, three games a year. Like they're always current. Sonic will come out with a weird one every now and then, and it never does well. Even in Japan, where it's like, that's yeah, their key market, they don't really do that well. I'm surprised this movie is making money considering for the kids that were in the audience, they probably haven't played a Sonic game. Yeah, that's what I thought was a little bit yeah. weird. Yeah. Whereas the parents. It's like definitely marketed towards children. No, yeah. I, I agree. I think it's more family than kids. I, I, yeah. But I know what you mean. Like, it's yeah. definitely towards that younger market. But. But it means nothing to them. I've got a Sonic game on the Switch, which is effectively it's Sonic 1 and 2 remade into like a compacted version there. It was actually done by fans. They then got licensed by Sega and they've redid it like an HD version. It's <laughs> it's all right, but it's just a traditional, you know, 2D side-scroller platform Sonic. Mm. Um, and like, I've tried to play that. I suck at Sonic. <laughs> I am no good. Um, but even then, the, that's probably their most like well-received game. It didn't, I guess it didn't make bank either. Like people bought it. It was better because they they went into like 3D, you know, behind the main antagonist, like third person, run around and open map sort of things. And it's just, it doesn't play as well when you're trying to like run through all the obstacles that Sonic does. Like you need that 2D to kind of yeah. always keep you in line with the things. Yeah. Um, but I was, yeah, I was curious because it was a, it's a fun thing between this coming out being a game, a movie marketed to people that don't know what it is versus Birds of Prey marketed towards people that know what it is, but it's R-rated. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just seeing who came out on top and Sonic's been winning you know, ever since it came out. So yeah. it's kind of a sad story for Birds of Prey, I guess. Well, that's what happens when your marketing's not particularly good. Where, but I mean, you could argue this marketing wasn't good either. I mean, the first batch I mean, anyway. Or you could argue. Or you could argue that it was like, you know, 4D fucking brilliant. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, do you want to start with the actual, like from the beginning of the story, I guess? Or? Sure. Yeah, okay. Do you want to do it, Alex? Um, sure. Okay. Okay. So there's a space hedgehog with an owl mother that gets shot by other <laughs> space critters. And then there's a donut hole and he jumps through it. It's a golden ring. Golden ring hole. And <laughs> he jumps through it and he lands on Earth, apparently. In Green Hills... Montana? Montana? It's a green, I want to say Montana. Green Hill Zone is the first name, the first level in like yeah. Sonic 1. Oh, right. So it's, not where he grew up. on. But it, the thing is, the place where he grew up looks exactly like it. So it kind of looks like he goes from Green Hill Zone to Green Hills, Montana. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Sure. Okay, sorry. Anyway, then um, you find out that he's been spying on these two lovely people that live in Green Hills, Montana. Donut Lord and Pretzel Lady. Yeah. And then um, he goes to a baseball game, which is just children. And then he's like, I really want to play baseball. So he plays baseball against himself. And then he gets really like sad, depressed and because he's never going to have a friend. And then he takes out the power of like the whole, what, Southeast Quadrant, Northeast Quadrant, whatever yeah. it was. Southwest, I think. Southwest. Yes. Um, and then um, Jim Carrey. Sorry, in the one of the best scenes of the movie. <laughs> 
Jim Carrey playing Jim Carrey. For some Carrey. reason, they bring Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. Just just one guy just, handling this situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I meant the, the scene where they decide to recruit Jim Carrey. Oh, like, yeah. they're in the war room. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Except for the one guy going, yeah, it is. Yeah. But. But. <laughs> but did you hear about this coup? Well, that's because it... It happened, but it didn't because of Jim Carrey. There's one guy in the room whose whole thing is saying like, yeah, he's effective, but he's also sort of a prick. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, I'm going to call it one. Good yeah, shit. Yeah. And then Jim Carrey comes along and then Sonic gets shot by a dart by James Marsden. Cyclops. Yeah. He's looking the same age. Yeah. <laughs> just not age. He's, he's like 40 odd too. Yeah. I got to say, Jim Carrey looks tired <laughs> and like his acting seemed tired. Do you want to play a fun game about Jim Carrey? Do you want to remember, pause where you are for a second. Okay. Right. Um, what was the last good Jim Carrey film that you saw? As in Bruce Almighty. Okay, let's find out when those two films came out because Jim Carrey has not been- I want to say like 2003 for- so for the record, about right, yeah. Jim Bruce Carrey's Almighty. last film was in 2016. So there's a okay. four year gap between that and- so He's had plenty of rest. That's just how he looks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. He's just old and sad. <laughs> Kick-Ass 2 was 2013. So seven years yeah. since you saw him in a good movie, Jordan. What was yours? Was it Bruce Almighty? Bruce Almighty, which I think was 2003 or something. 2004 maybe? 2003. There you go. So 17 years. Yeah. And uh, let's say one of his best films, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, mm. 2004. Oh, yeah. So 16 years. Um, he's done films that we've seen or heard of since then. He did uh, this, he did this, the, the first and only series of unfortunate events films. Yeah. That's right. The series yeah. is really good. I never watched the movie. I mean, I saw the, the I TV. I like the TV, TV series, series, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't finished it, but I was enjoying it. I, I've never read the books. I've just saw it as, as, as it was. Same. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. Um, Farmer Dick and Jane. I can't remember what that is, oh, but I know I yeah. saw it. That was okay. Uh, they have to like start robbing. Yeah. To um, but which is it's a remake of an older film. Oh, okay. Fun yeah, with Chicken the number twenty three. Just like this film, maybe actually. Yeah, yeah. I remember liking it. Nobody likes you when you're twenty three, though. It's true. Um, that was two thousand seven. Two thousand eight was Yes Man, a movie I do remember seeing. I that remember was okay. seeing it. Didn't like it. This is actually a good film, but I can't credit him to this. Um, Horton, here's a who. Actually, not a bad um, oh, yeah. Dr. Seuss one. That was 2008. <laughs> um, he was in that 2009 A Christmas Carol, that weird um, Zemeckis film where it was like crazy. It was mo but they made everyone look as close to being real oh, as possible. Yeah. So it's sort of like, <laughs> why are you mo if they're just going to look for it? <laughs> right. um, it was like the Polar Express thing as well. Like oh, the yeah. same guys, oh, yeah. 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 Um, just going to keep scrolling. <laughs> Yep, and then we get to kick ass in uh, 2013, um, which apparently he's not a great guy to work with as well. I was, um, oh, who was it? There was a behind the scenes. It was Dustin Hoffman. I think oh. it was Dustin Hoffman. It was talking about, no, no, it was Paul Giamatti. I don't know how I mixed those two up. Anyway. Both white guys. Yeah, they were talking about on set for this film. They were all having a great time. He's like, except for Carrie, that guy's such an asshole. <laughs> um, right. And yeah, it kind of, the the word is that yeah, Kerry has been quite bitter about like the roles that he's been in, but he's also not been relevant. He's kind of the Eddie Murphy pool, isn't he? Like, where the fuck's mm. Eddie Murphy? And that's fine. You could stay away. <laughs> stay um, in the nineties. <laughs> on that note, though, I would recommend there's a um 
a documentary movie. It was on Netflix ages ago about him. Oh, is that him with um, being Andy? Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, that was really fascinating. Yeah, yeah I remember really watching that. Fascinating because he get like it, it like kind of talks about his career and how he started Ace Ventura and then getting this role as Andy and like he remembers getting the call, going like to the beach or something, standing alone, and then becoming Andy. Mm. Like he was, he was no longer Jim Carrey from that moment while the film was filming, and he was Andy. And then because Andy Kaufman had the different characters, you know, yeah. the, whatever, you know, the angry guy, and um, yeah, it just like he was those characters, and he was no longer Jim Carrey. Yeah, but it like the the guy that the boxing match guy, Jerry the King Lawler, is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was Jerry Lawler. And Kaufman, they're friends. That yeah, right. they had. I don't, I don't know if that was like a boxing match, but they had a thing. The wrestling match. Yeah, there, I know Jerry is well, Kaufman's dead, right? Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him and Jerry the King. Were like yeah, they had like. Mates, a, yeah, and they know. did like a story somewhere. They would remember uh, that. It was done through like Tonight Show with like Letterman. That's no, right. not me to yeah, Letterman. Yeah. Maybe it was um, right. who was on before Letterman? Um, I got Carl in my head. Maybe it's not Carl. Uh, I can't remember before yeah. Letterman to be honest. I'll think about that for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it like goes into all that and mm. like the the boxer dude and Carrie recreating the scene on the late night show or whatever. Yeah. And the guy, like the boxer guy was just like, he's like, you're not Andy. This is Johnny Carson. Uh, he's, I mean, he, he's an yeah. older one. Maybe it was him. I don't know. Could've, yeah, it could have been. It could have been Letterman or. Yeah, I mean, easily. Yeah. yeah but. Who, whoever it was and like the the boxer was like like getting really riled up because mm. it's not Andy it is Jim Carrey playing Andy who thinks he is Andy mm. and like he, he had to be calmed down yeah like so I can definitely see why people would not want to work with um, Jim Carrey do you remember yeah. what it was called I'm trying to find it now and I can't fucking find it pretty sure it was like me and Andy or something like that I remember it being a lot more recent than what I'm trying to find here and his acting credits but I can't fucking see it like I thought it was yeah, it was, but it's only been a few years ago it came out oh, it's really weird that it's not there it was definitely Jim Carrey wasn't it yeah yeah oh, I'll have to I'm trying to find it myself but I just can't what the documentary thing yeah being Andy oh, so I'll, I'll find it myself becoming I'm just, Andy uh, it's yeah. called Jim and Andy. Oh, Jim and Andy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, back to the uh, movie then. So yeah. we've got... Dude, Jim Carrey was like the highlight of this movie for me. Hey, like I thought he was so good. He was like bananas. Yeah. Like yeah. just in an insane way. Like it would have been a lesser movie if anyone else was in that role. Like it just like watching it just made me feel like I was a kid. Like watching like mask or like batman forever or something because like it was just like pure like manic energy like just that same kind of like performance that like sort of skyrocketed his career it was 90s yeah like it was just pure like peak 90s he was every scene he was in was electric though like he was crazy like he had it turned up to 11 the entire time absolutely oh he's um what's his sorry when anybody come in so they brought him in we're going through the oh, plot, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he comes in with his van and belittles the John, um, John McDonald or whatever his name is, the, uh, the sergeant or the yeah, whatever. And then his drones find go out, and then Sonic is going to go through his donut ring hole. Um, it's a coin, <laughs> coin, but it's but there oh, are actual donuts in this film, you see. 
as well. Yes. Yes. Um, and so he runs away to James Marsden's house. Oh, whoa, whoa, sorry, sorry. He goes to run away originally and he, for some bullshit reason, he can't run away exactly there and then because it's drones. So instead of yep. running away through the portal, he runs away through the door, which is the most bullshit thing in the world. <laughs> um, because he could get somewhere safe where the drones wouldn't follow him, maybe. Maybe, but ugh. I don't know. Okay, plot it, hole. There's a lot of things that are you can't really answer in this movie. It's best to just not ask questions. <laughs> I want to point film. out, it's fine. Sonic, it. huge rival to Mario. Like, oh, gross! I don't go to that boring mushroom planet. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's not subtle. <laughs> but Doesn't, I'm pretty sure. You shouldn't say bad things because you'll be at the Olympics when <laughs> with with Mario, because they always do the Mario Sonic Olympics um, oh, games yeah, on yeah. Nintendo's. Oh, right. And there's just there's an Olympics this year, guys. You shouldn't burn bridges when you got to walk over them next week. Oh look, <laughs> they'll be fine. Um, so yeah, he gets to James Marsden's house, um, whose wife is a vet, so she has a tranquilizer gun, and then he stumbles in on Sonic, shoots him in the leg, and then. Um, Sonic wakes up. He's like, you shot me. Um, then uh, Jim Carrey comes to uh, take Sonic. He finds him somehow. Footprint something. I don't that know. scene was good. Those two together I thought was really, really funny. Wait, Jim Jim Carrey and Agent Stone? Or no, Jim Carrey and James Marsden. Like oh, just that all one. their back and forths. Yep. Yeah. They work so well together. It was enjoyable. Um, yeah, and then what happens then? Um, yeah, he hides Sonic, but then he gets caught and he knocks out Jim Carrey and they go on a road trip. Oh, that's right. And um, Agent One doesn't, instead of- Agent Stone. Stone, You see, sorry. it's going to be a joke in the oh, sorry, in yeah, later yeah. on. <laughs> it's going to um, be a really good joke. Instead of chasing after the car that's getting away, he pulls up and goes inside to see if Jim Carrey's okay. So they get away a little bit and then- Can I, the, the relationship between Stone and Dr. Robotnik- Reminded me so much of the relationship between um, Will Ferrell's Mugatu in the Zoolander movies and oh, his yeah, assistant, yeah. <laughs> where they, they're just on the brink of constantly fucking, but they're not going yeah. to. In this movie. <laughs> yeah. um, it was just oh, like a, it was a kid's version of that exact relationship. I thought. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. can you continue? Um, and then Jim Carrey gets a, or they find the quill inside. The house or something. There's a quill that has come off. Yes, Sonic, and it's got Sonic powers. Yeah, it's vague um, electric powers. <laughs> and then he puts a drone out, which is like a tank car thing. Has this happened um, before? Or after the um, do they do they do the drone after or before the um, motorbike bar? Uh, I think it's. I believe it's after. Oh yeah, it's got to be after. So they go to the motor the, the the biker bar. Yeah. Oh, funny scene actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's fun. I should put one out. This film literally just watched Quicksilver in those two X Men films, and like, yes, because yep. they yep. do playing ping pong with himself, which is we see Quicksilver do when we first meet him in Days of Future Past, like in his basement, yep. and then this whole bar scene is just the Quicksilver. I'm gonna run so fast that everyone else can't move. <laughs> thing, both good. Don't get me wrong, oh, yeah. but like this film's just like fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And they did their own take, and um, then the the whole like breaking the glass and then the, the guys are, there's a specific shot of two guys putting on the new glass on the on the window of the bar. Yeah. And then um, two seconds later, just yep. <laughs> same guys thrown out. So Sonic ah. has, through discuss okay. So there's a point in the road trip before they get to the biker bar where he's like, all right, why don't you just go to San Francisco to get your rings? 
or whatever it is. And he's like, I don't know the way. And then he runs off and comes back instantly. And he's just come from the ocean and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> I got lost. And he's like this vaguely bad reason as to why he can't, even though he could instantly be there, why he needs James Marsden's character to take him. And we sort of get a hint as to why in the biker bar, um, when Sonic makes a bucket list of things he wants to do on earth before he gets exiled. Yeah. And one of them is to, is to make a real friend because yeah. he doesn't have any friends. And I think we're meant to cool take that as the fella. reason that he yeah. didn't want to go to the city by himself, even though he definitely a 100% could. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, jumping ahead a little bit. Why couldn't he just run up the side of the building? Because friendship, Alex. <laughs> That's this, this whole film. Any, I don't hate yeah, this I mean, film. There is a point afterwards where he runs down the building. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Can't run up it though. Oh, apparently can't get enough speed. <laughs> this film <laughs> sorry, but anyway. is- fine we'll get to obviously where we give the verdicts but it's just giving reasons for why it itself needs to exist because when you have a character that can do all the things that sonic does none of the obstacles are actually obstacles no like they're just not and so the friendship yeah they they, they, but they i don't think they lean on that hard enough i think they need to they don't need to have him say it but i think they need to directly kind of come out and say the reason i didn't do this by myself is because i wanted to be with someone like have a friend and it's sort of like the pieces are there and this film's not smart enough to be the kind of film that leaves the pieces there for the audience to make so when it's kind of because the median audience is six years old that's it (laughs) exactly so i just feel like they needed to be more explicit with that um that's fair sure yeah anyway sorry the biker bar biker bar um eats a whole bunch of chili dogs uh in really super slow but he's really fast Yep. Mode. Um, <laughs> beats up a bunch of bikers, gets away, has a has a night in a motel with um, James. Then um, that's when James sees the, the bucket list and the uh, make a real friend is on his bucket list. Yeah. And so it kind of gives him a, like oh that's that's sweet like I'm is it sweet I'm gonna be his friend sort of thing I'm gonna backtrack us really quickly there's that crazy man that keeps seeing the blue blur or whatever the hell he calls it <laughs> oh yeah the blue and demon the blue demon and yeah. he's got the picture of what he sees and the picture is that god awful meme Sonic yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good shit yeah <laughs> back to the bar sorry I just remembered crazy Carl whatever his name was yeah um. Okay, so they quicksilver their way through the biker bar. Then they're on the, after they spend the night at the hotel, then they're back on the road and that's when Robotnik's tank rocks up. Yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah. yeah. And this is actually kind of funny. The fact that his tank had a tank within a tank within a tank <laughs> within a tank. Yeah. Um, the babushka dolls of tanks. Oh, tanks, yes. <laughs> um, and I, I, that whole scene was actually pretty good. I like they made fun yeah. of the Fast and Furious movie with telling him, you know, about his family and stuff as he got into yeah. the car. Um, <laughs> I believe, I've got to double check, but the cinematographer on this one was actually from the Fast and Furious. Oh, right. So that's cute, I guess. Um, bit of a bit of a self-reference there. Um, although yeah. when Tom's like, hold the wheel, I need to get out and do this one. It was like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> we really this, don't. Like this is, we, I know why he's doing it. So Tom can do, is it Tom? I'm just saying Tom. Uh, I think so. Got Tom, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it actually Tom? Oh, I just remembered it. Guys. <laughs> why is it in my Wichita, brain? Tom Wichita or something. I feel bad that that's stuck Waka, in my memory. Waka Cheek. <laughs> it's Tom W something. Um, I feel like. Tom Wachowski. There you was, go. Um, yeah, I know they're just giving him something to do because you pay James Marsden to be in this damn movie. 
<laughs> so fuck yeah. off. In what world <laughs> did you need to t- attack it with a pipe? <laughs> like when yeah. you've got Sonic, whatever. Um, so just yeah. wants to feel like he's helping. Yeah. Then the very inside core is just a a bomb waiting to go off. And a then very sticky bomb. Very, very sticky. Kind of funny scene as well, them trying to yeah, remove yeah, it. Yeah, rid of it. And um, um, yeah, then Sonic is uh, almost blown up. He's knocked out. Knocked out by a concussive blast. Yes. And thank, thank God. You, James Master. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's percussive. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think it's concussive. Really? Maybe it was his brother that had... I who knows? I know I normally do. I don't know yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, Chekhov's vet wife yeah. is there. <laughs> yes. So they can bring the space hedgehog to his wife in the city they're heading to. Yeah, which she didn't actually use vet stuff. It was just smelling salts for humans. Okay, well, well the wife, fucking hell. Sorry. Hey, congratulations on getting the job. Lucky I can find cheap and affordable apartments on this easy to use website and whatever the, the yeah. Zillow's <laughs> motherfucker was. Like, this movie is just like jamming shit that we can't even use in this country. Yeah. Down our throats. Um, her fucking sister is funny. great. Oh yeah, yeah she's super funny. Probably one of the better parts of that home, home scene. Yeah. There's a lot of, I have a lot of questions. Tom literally worked three jobs at once. Yeah. So his wife could go through veterinarian school. They've got a dog. They're they're in, they're married. Yeah, they're married. They yeah. are. Um, and all that they're moving into the. They want to look at moving into the same city that her sister lives in. So she's moving her. He's moving both through his choice of getting into the police and everything. Is moving her sister closer to her. And she's just like divorce him. He's the worst ever. And this <laughs> yeah. is like in what way? Paying through her uni, moving her back to live with the rest of her family. Like, it's just, yeah. I, I, I wish I had like some reason because like everything you're doing is actually good to you, your sister. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so then Sonic wakes up. The little girl has new shoes for him. <laughs> Why did she have giant shoes? <laughs> Who knows? You look, She's going to grow into them. I don't know what size kids' feet are. Maybe it was her dad's shoes. I'm really happy we didn't see what Sonic's feet look like because I've seen like hilarious like because his feet are really big compared yeah, to his right. body, like the shoes are. Yeah. It always looks really weird when you see like Arsha's rendering of Sonic without shoes, but also it does <laughs> beg the question as to why any shoes that she owns fit him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look up some horrible pictures for you now, Alex. Oh, great, thank yeah. you. Um, um, yeah. So then that happens, then they go to the building. Sonic can't run up it. James uses his police power to get to the top floor. They get up there. Everything would have been tickety-boo, but Sonic one's the best friend. And then yep. he pushes James and wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's just the first, that's the first image. I didn't even that's cherry pick it. Beautiful <laughs> and <laughs> horrifying. There are, there are actually worse ones, but that was just the one that came up instantly. Anyway, um, I'm done looking at this and getting on the weird watch lists. Um, so yeah, he, he's got his um, ring holes. Um, and then uh, James, no, what is his name? Jim Carrey. Robotnik. Shows up in his Eggman. airplane thingy that is powered by Sonic's quill. Um, which, by the way, skipped over a, a fantastic scene of him... Um, harnessing the power <laughs> of the quill in his evil lab bus. And he's got like a switch in there that's like yeah. evil world taking over shit and stuff. Like, yeah. I think, uh, that, yep. Yeah. He's going to be a good villain, I think. Oh, yes. Next movie, when he's actually actively trying to take over the world. Yeah. Like, mm. trying to be a villain. Yes. Not just trying to stop hedge, the hedgehog 
Um, yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. It's, it was in the ads, but there's that wonderful thing. I just bought you a goat's milk latte. I thought you'd like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you an idiot? Of course. Of I course. Love, <laughs> I love the way you make <laughs> lattes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, then Sonic pushes um, James and wife over the building. Pretzel um, Lady and Donut Lord. Yep. Yeah. And then he like blows up all the drones and then um, Jim's like trying to push a button that will lock in the uh, the quill power mm-hmm. so he's just as fast as... I get why it makes thing. his ship faster. I don't get why it makes him fast enough to use the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Let's mean, just say they were in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, the ship we'll does get that. cracked later, but they're in a time vacuum. <laughs> Yeah. This movie's not made to be thought about. No, no. Absolutely. Just I'll accept it. <laughs> and I will say, these are not thoughts I had during the film. Like during the film, I was along for the ride, so I wasn't breaking yeah, ex- it down. But when, exactly. you, when you say it, when you it's say stupid. It like, that, like mm, yes, he is inside the thing that should go oh, fast. It's inside <laughs> the computer. Um, okay. And then- Cool scene actually, running through the rings. Um, yeah, that was fun. Set to set. Yes. Um, um, and then- Ends up back in Greenville, Green Hillville. What is it? Green, Green Hills. Green, Green Hill, Montana. Um, I will say the one part I did think about bad during the movie, when he pushes them off the building and he saves them by opening up a ring, oh, which yeah. sends them flying into hay. Yeah. Are they saying that, yeah, you could fall 60 feet as long as you land in a couple of meters of hay? <laughs> as long as you suddenly go sideways. That's also not how that works. You know, like if you jump out of a car and then you hit the ground, it's bad. Yeah, but they landed huh. in soft hay. Hay is actually kind of pointy. I know it's- But this was soft. Hay. Okay, I'm just saying, they <laughs> fell like 60 feet. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's- You look, you don't think about the movie. No, just but I thought about that during the movie because I was like, wow, how's he going to save them? And I was like, I, when they did that, I'm like, they're dead. They died just then. I Yeah, look, I thought like trampoline or something. Just a giant jelly, like I, the jelly planet. Yeah. That would have been good. Maybe. A circus net. But then he has to get them back. So I yeah, guess- Yeah, no. Big pile of hay. Fine. Sure. Um, okay. Yep. So yeah, then they end up in Green Hill. What is it? Green Hill, Montana. Green Hill, Montana um, for the showdown. Um, and then, so everything's going fine. And then he gets knocked over and he's like, he's going to die. Um, and then James- throws a ring, uh, gets behind Jim and is like, they're fighting. And then he's like, ha ha, too, too bad person. Like now you're going to die. And then um, James is like, no, but he's, he's my friend. And then Sonic gets all like emotional electricity. Um, and then Sonic th- goes, I wouldn't say super Saiyan, but I'm definitely have to say he, he KO Ken's. Yeah. Yeah. KO Ken times a hundred. <laughs> At least. And then, yeah, just goes like crazy on that ship and then sends him through a ring into the mushroom planet. Yep. And they and Sonic moves in. Yeah, Sonic moves in with um, Donut Lord and Pretzel Lady. And we cut to the, probably the the two best, best end jokes. credit sequences. Oh, mm-hmm. jokes? I was going to say end credit sequence. What was, oh, what was your joke? The Olive Garden thing? The, um, no, the, the um, Recon... Stone what, rock, rock connaissance, <laughs> yeah, and um, 
what, what was the other one? Tails oh. rocks up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tails is like, it's time to save Sonic and Tails is my favorite character. So I'm like, good, right. get me some Tails. Yeah. Get yourself a little airplane, that's, even though you don't need one. <laughs> that's all that happened, right? That's all I saw. Yeah, um, yeah we cut but to the I mushroom like, planet with Doctor yeah. Robotnik, and he's got the he's got he's bald now. He's got the goggles on. He's got the right outfit, and his mustache is now comic like, accurate to the thing. He's just not fat. That's the only difference. Is Jim Carrey is a skinny boy, and Doctor Robotnik is an egg shaped man. But he looks pretty fucking good considering. Yeah, I thought it looked good. Um, can't wait for him to come back when he's like mm. full fucking crazy. Yeah, that's great. I'm actually weirdly excited for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, then we get the tease for Tails is there to save Sonic before he, it's too late, which I assume means the echidnas from the opening of the movie are coming to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty. Um, that's, that's, that's kind of the film. Yeah. Are there any other <laughs> scenes that anyone wanted to talk about specifically before we move to Vertex then? Nothing specific, just everything that Jim Carrey was in. Every single scene <laughs> was brilliant. <laughs> I just, like, I liked most of it, mm. but it just, it did feel like, Jim Carrey's like getting old, and like that's, that's kind of what I love I mean, about he it. Is, <laughs> but like, yeah, like you compare it to like The Mask or something with mm. that like crazy high energy. Yeah. When I'm when I'm, I don't. It's just me. But like watching him now, it's just like, well, you're not spinning around, and you're not like, all righty then. Mm. It's just not the same, and I, I miss it. Um, I'm I I I've watched The Mask growing up. It's fine. Yeah. It's not bad. I've watched it recently. I, the last year I watched it actually again. Um, still holds up. It's okay. I love him as Riddler mm. in that movie, but oh, that movie yes. is fucking crazy. Awful. <laughs> it is. Um, <coughs> it's hard. Cause I, I, when you watch it, knowing you're going in for like crazy bullshit. Yeah. It, it's great in that way. The Mr. Freeze one as well. The oh, one after is yeah. even more <laughs> batshit crazy. I love all those old Batmans. They're horrible movies, but they're great. I think they've aged really well, yeah. which is strange because they yeah. should be, they should, they should be worse. <laughs> the Tim Burton shit, like all the yeah. crazy lighting and- The two Tim Burton ones I still are like my least favorite <laughs> of those oh, series. And they're the better, yeah. they are quote the yeah. better ones. Is yeah. um, that the, the- The Joker George, and the Penguin. George Clooney ones or? No, Clooney was yeah. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And Val Kilmer, oh wait. The, yeah, Val Kilmer was Riddler? I yes. I think so, yeah. Kilmer was Riddler. So it was the right. two first ones were- Oh crap. Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton, yeah. which are technically more consistent and better made films, mm. but I, I I don't like I don't like Tim Burton Me that either. much. Whereas fucking Joel Schumacher is <laughs> crazy neon shit for oh, some God, reason okay. it goes but anyway. Um Carrie in that film though. Yeah. So good. good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move along into Vertex then. You heard the good, you've heard the bad. A lot of opinions, a couple facts. It's Vertex time. Fucking love that. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> so good. And it's short and sweet. It's oh. just like, here you go, five seconds yep. of, oh, isn't that nice? Uh, Alex, do you recommend this film? I will see it again. Yeah? Yeah. Jordan. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I've already talk, I've no, no, talked you, about like yeah. what I, I like those. It's good chemistry between, like, um, who, who's the guy that plays Sonic? That, that guy? Uh, ben Schwartz. Yes. I know his name, but he's, he's in um, like Parks and Recreation. He's John Ralphio. Yes. And he's in a bunch of other stuff as well. That's like what he's most known for. That's what I know him yeah. from anyway. Oh, he's, he's, he's Rutabaga. Sorry, he's the rabbit character from um, Bojack Horseman. Oh, oh there yeah, you go. yeah. The one that was, yeah, dating Princess Carolyn for a little bit. But like his voice acting, that was good. Mm-hmm. Like Jim Carrey was... 
old Jim Carrey, but still good. <laughs> James Marsden was fine. I do like there's it's a it's definitely a kids film, but I'm gonna watch it again. Like yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, sure, agreed. Go five five rings from me. Out of how many rings? Out, out of we'll, we'll go five. <laughs> nah, it's oh, really yeah. really good. Like it's not obviously it's not like gonna change the world or anything, but it's a really really fun movie. Like just one you can pop on if you just want to you know chill out for an hour and a half, yeah. just be entertained. Kind of see, it'll probably like fill that kind of void that movies like Detective Pikachu and stuff have, where it's just like I just want to watch like a fun silly movie. That's that's the role it'll take for me. I'll definitely watch it again. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought up Detective Pikachu because it's funny. Detective Pikachu had much higher ambitions in this film. Like mm. they were trying to tell like this deeper story about you know oh, a kid yeah. with his missing father and just like the general I'm taking over the world plot. Like it, it was definitely aiming for bigger things. This film didn't aim anywhere near as high. And I think it definitely hit a lot of its lower goals more consistently than Detective Pikachu did. Mm. Mm. So while Detective Pikachu was a much more interesting film, I think this came out as a much more consistent film um, out of yeah, the two. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I mean, I went into this with pretty low expectations, so <laughs> but I was yeah, 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 really, really entertained the whole time. And we didn't really touch on this specifically, but this film is... I, the way I pitched it to you guys after I saw it was it just felt like a PG Deadpool. Like he's not swearing, mm, yeah. but he's doing a lot of the same stupid shit. Yeah. And I say that as offensively as possible um, as what Deadpool does in those films, but just for a, a much younger audience. And it kind of worked for me, I guess. Like I don't like Deadpool because I think they go a little bit too over the top. And I mean, the old thing, less is more. This was definitely less. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Alex, where can they reach us? Go to facebook.com slash second take. Or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. But if I wanted to tweet just Jordan specifically, where would I go? Uh, you can at me at Jordan MSPP, but don't at me. I don't want to hear your bullshit. <laughs> and Alex? Um, no one has added me and probably won't, but it's Alex underscore Dozer. And you can get me at Bastion underscore James. Um, we do have other things. Is it an Instagram? We do have an Instagram. It's Second Take Podcast. And every now and then, some dairy products get uploaded onto it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good if niche. Lucky. <laughs> um, you can check us an email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com or go to our website, secondtakepodcast.com. And if you'd like to support the show, we do have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash secondtake. We'll be back on Wednesday for the Variety Hour and then back the following Monday with what I want to say is most likely James Bond Skyfall. But, you know... I assume our schedule has been anything but consistent. So we'll see. We've hit everything on it so far. I think we're a good what, two months in now. We're doing good. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, Alex, <laughs> what's that thing that you like to always say before I cut you off? I love you. Second Take Podcast is recorded within the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, Australia, and acknowledges this region's original owners, namely the Jinnabara, Kabi Kabi, and Yugara people. Second Take Podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of these lands, and we pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures, and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island peoples. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 